Hi everyone, welcome to, welcome back, because we have so many people, so many loyal <laughs> listeners to the homestead. And they've been yeah. waiting. <laughs> they've been waiting, yeah. An uh, extra day. An extra day, yeah. Wow. So, Kyle, you were just, before we actually started mm. recording, you were telling me that you got a new computer. Mm-hmm. Not using it at the moment because I'm still waiting on the monitor, but I got a Dell desktop because <laughs> I was planning on getting a desktop computer or just a new computer in general yeah. because my current personal computer um, is a MacBook and I've had it for eight years and... You know, it's, <laughs> it's about time to to upgrade. I don't know how it's still uh, hanging on, but it is. I mean, I give it credit for that, but yeah. it uh, it pains me tremendously at times. But I mean, it's understandable for an eight year old <laughs> MacBook. Um, so I I was like, well, I'm going to get a new computer either for Christmas or just around that time. Yeah, and then my company sends an email out um, because I guess a lot of people, you know, are now working from home that we're working in our like main offices mm -hmm. in Virginia. And uh, they were like, yeah, we're going to have this sale of computers that we're no longer using <laughs> uh, because people are working from home now. And, you can submit your name to, you know, potentially be selected to buy one at a, a highly discounted rate. Right. So uh, my name was selected. So wow. I got got a Dell desktop seven zero five zero model. Uh, <laughs> I gotta look this up. <laughs> yeah, look it up now. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty compact. It came in the other day, um, and it wasn't a huge risk financially, as it was only twenty dollars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> including shipping. So. Oh, good gracious! All right, let's check. Let's check. This. Check them out. See if I made an error in judgment. Zero tower. That's just the tower. That's not. That's not an actual computer. Is that is that all you know from it? Just that it's a seven zero five zero. Correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be um, that might be just the the case. So we don't actually know what the internals are. <laughs> and what do you mean by the, just the case? <laughs> As in what you look at is the case the big the big box thing is just the right case. and then uh typically and then internally you, right so like the cpu and the gpu and the ram and the motherboard and all that stuff you'd have to actually uh log in to the computer and ask it to tell you what what you have mm. or you can take it apart and look at it but yeah so the well it'll be a mystery yeah well right we get right, to, yeah. right here i have uh, I have a uh, computer that's by Dell that is that case. The Optiplex mm -hmm. 7050 Mini Tower Business Desktop Computer comes with a... That's the one. 
That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> with it comes with an Intel Core 6th generation i7-6700. It's not a bad computer, I, or uh, bad CPU. Behind this door, I actually have a uh, 6700K, which is this, exactly. Um, oh, wow. And it had 16 gigabytes of RAM, um, which this does as well. So who wow. knows? Wow, if we'll that's see. the case. That would be my God. That would, yeah. Well, no matter what, for twenty dollars, you got a bargain. Yeah, I took a risk. Yeah. <laughs> you email them back. I want my money back. <laughs> you ship it back. Sending it back. Oh, um, yeah. Well, congratulations. That's that's Thank that's you. great. Um, I I did actually want to talk about computers as well because. Right now, Whoa. I anybody who knows me um, or has known me for a long time knows that I don't really like Apple that much um, because of a number of reasons. But I will say that there are a number of things that Apple has just announced over the last two, three weeks, something like that, uh, that have been quite impressive. Uh, so... It's kind of a PSA because we have we have so many different segments here on the Homespun Yak, from educational content to <laughs> comedy to political commentary to all to kinds sports. of things, to sports. Well, this is the tech corner. All right. <laughs> so it's Tech Tuesdays. Tech, tech Tuesdays, yeah. So Apple has released a new MacBook Pro, which would... I'm sure it's barely better than Kyle's uh, current MacBook. Uh, yeah, <laughs> MacBook. I'd have to see it. <laughs> I'd have to see it. <laughs> so the so Apple, what's in Kyle's computer right now is an Intel CPU. So they use a chip that's that does all the processing, all the computing, and it's created by the company Intel. So actually, your computer that you're getting it has an Intel uh, CPU, uh, if it has that 6700. So Apple, what they've done is that they've cut off their ties with Intel and they have started to create their own CPU. So not only are they kind of organizing the internals of their computers, but they're actually producing their own CPU now, their own chipset. And that chipset is called the M1 chipset. So the other computers, the other MacBook Pros and MacBooks, et cetera, et cetera, uh, were great. I mean, they were well-optimized. Um, aside from my major qualms with them, like overall, they're, they're great computers. It's just that you're paying like double the price for, for a, a setup that you could easily get on a PC. Um, but the, what you're paying for is the optimization. The fact that the operating system, the software of Apple is uh, incredibly compatible with their hardware. They have specifically designed it that way. But with when they had Intel chips, which is literally just last generation computers and anything before that, uh, they had kind of a normal pattern of how they display or how they kind of organize the internals of their computer. Now with this M1 chip, which is uh, a teeny tiny chip, They've packed all of those internals into one teeny tiny chip, which is incredibly impressive engineering. I will give them that. And the beauty of this chip is that now it has almost double the battery life, but it also has like 50% increases in performance. So it's a, it's a, it's a real like leap in terms of engineering 
Um, so if anybody is considering getting as has been considering as you know if their budget if they want to pay more than twenty dollars for a computer mm-hmm. then then and they want to get a macbook pro or macbook in general this would be the year like this would be the like if you're genuinely and, and when does this drop it literally dropped like today <laughs> or or like yesterday like within the last few days um so this this new uh chipset is is blazing fast uh they've done some incredible work there's a little bit of compatibility issues that they're still working through but that'll probably get resolved in the next few uh months and it's mm-hmm. it's probably a computer that will just like your computer uh lasted for 8 years it'll definitely be one that will be really really like perform extremely well for multiple years to come um, so that's that's one PSA. The other thing is that the iPhone 12 has come out. So I have mm-hmm. had I although I don't like Apple for their computers, I do very much like. I matter of fact, I wouldn't say I like their phones. I think their phones are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, iPhone Bros. That's right. <laughs> oh wait, you don't have an <laughs> iPhone. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, you've got an iPhone. Oh yeah. I needed oh, to check if you were a plebe. <laughs> check if you had the blue. If the you blue, had the, not the green. The, yeah, exactly. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're an iPhone, I feel like I got an iPhone one year ago exactly, and it was the ten or the oh, X. Right. The the yeah yeah. People always get did their, I miss the eleven? <laughs> yes, the eleven or was has, there an eleven. Has, there there has been an eleven. That was last year. Ah. Um, okay. So the newest model last year was eleven, and then the ten was before that, and then they had or ten S, and then ten, and then the um, iPhone eight because they just skipped nine. They were just like okay. Yeah, <laughs> they were like sure. four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> We're Apple, X. 10. <laughs> X, yeah, exactly. People did make fun of them for, for That's like that. Xbox. Oh, it, oh, Xbox is a whole nother genre of like naming stuff. It's just all over the place. So their, their new iPhone, which like I was saying, I will say I am a diehard Apple iPhone fan uh, because of just the it, I have I've never had a problem. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. A piece of technology that I have never had a problem. I had an iPhone 4, an iPhone 6, and now an iPhone 8 Plus. And none of them crapped out. All their battery lives were perfect. I mean, I, I, I had zero complaints. So that, to me, alone is remarkable. Um, but now and I've, I've been hesitating because their iphones are so well optimized i'm assuming yours works pretty much flawlessly um, because yeah. it is it is newer than than the one that i have um and mine works flawlessly i mean it's been four years and it works flawlessly um which is again incredible um but now they they just launched their new iphones which are uh, the iphone 12 and mm-hmm. So the other PSA that I wanted to put out there is the iPhone 12 is so great that if you have an older iPhone, iPhone 8, iPhone 10, whatever it might be, iPhone 7, anything below that, um, anything other than an iPhone 11. And even if you have an iPhone 11, I would actually genuinely consider moving up to an iPhone 12 if you can. Hmm. is because the CPU in that is blazingly fast. Um, the hardware that they've put into it is 
they they come out with iPhone 12 and then they come out with the iPhone 12 Pro and the Pro usually is supposed to have like a few things that are better about it. That's why they, they can price it at about $150 more. Well, the iPhone 12 is so good that it has the exact same internals, almost the exact same internals as the iPhone 12 Pro at $150 cheaper. And the the quality like the picture quality that it takes the video quality that it takes the the performance there's it's indistinguishable from the iphone 12 pro so and the they've upgraded their their screens now from um previously they had the retina display and then they had the uh like hd retina display and now they have the xdr or something like that retina display which is a 1440p mm. uh, but it's oled so the the big shift from the iphone 11 so some of the iphone 11s had oled screens and some of them had lcd screens and now iphone 12 the whole line has oled screens so my point being like there's they they've added they've packed so much into this iphone 12 that it's kind of made the iphone 12 pro kind of obsolete so at, at get-go. So my big PSA overall is if somebody's looking to upgrade at the moment, I would definitely say that the iPhone 12 is an incredible phone and it's something to consider uh, getting. And if you are an, a computer user and you use Apple, I would never generally recommend people go from PC to Apple. But if you are a computer user and you use MacBook, then definitely consider getting the the new MacBook. Mm. And there's my rant, my technology <laughs> rant on Apple. <laughs> now, now, how much would a new uh, iPhone 12 run you? I think... I mean, obviously, it varies if you're due for an upgrade, etc. But, I mean, what are they running at right now? Yeah, I think it's uh, base price is $700. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> and the uh, and that's the pro. No, no. What's the pro run you? Oh, and the... What's what does the pro have that the other one doesn't? Because you made it seem as though oh, it wasn't yeah. a huge difference. There, there, that's the thing. There isn't that much of a difference. Um, the pro does have another camera lens, so it's got an ultra wide camera lens as well. And it also comes with six gigabytes of RAM as opposed to four gigabytes of RAM. The thing is, though, that um, the chip that they've got in it, so kind of like the CPU, we were talking about Intel and now this M1 chip that Apple is using for their laptops, uh, the chip, the A14 Bionic, is uh, extremely quick and it's in both uh, both phones. So the, the RAM amount probably isn't going to ultimately matter all that much in the long term. So the real difference between the Pro and the 12 is just the fact that the 12, or the Pro has uh, an extra camera. Okay. But people have actually and, been taking tests, like taking camera tests, and they found no difference between the two. Oh, wow. So it, there's, there's, there's really no real point. Oh, also, <laughs> also it's, made, it's made out of a different material. I forgot that. It's got an aluminium body. Um, okay. <laughs> I, th I think that's it. It's either it's either some it's some platinum trim. Yeah, something like that. It's got a different <laughs> style to like slightly different style to it. A meteorite core. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. 
And the uh, MacBook, the new M1. I think I think that one's a thousand dollars. That's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. I I was I was actually surprised myself. Um, MacBook Pro. Let's see. And this is the Pro version. Yeah. Well, it's not a thousand dollars. I misspoke. It's uh, ten thousand. Ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 thirteen hundred for the thirteen inch model. The okay. I'm actually stunned though. The the sixteen inch model is twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, oh, that's wow. an eleven hundred dollar increase for three inches more screen real estate. I mean, I'm sure there's other differences. Wow. Oh, it's yeah, it's got some added benefits inside, but like, yeah. And the Air, do they do an Air MacBook Air as well for this one? Yeah, they do. Not yet. Um, they do. Oh, MacBook Air. Oh, that. Okay, so that one is the thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So, if you're an Apple user, and you've been kind of on the fence if you should upgrade. Yeah, this this year would definitely be the year. They're and going in the right direction. Yeah, and make sure you get this year because they're still selling, you know, last year's model. Um, so make sure that it doesn't have Intel written on it anywhere. Make sure that it's M1 has an M1 chip in it. Um, it's it's a fantastic buy. And that's their own. That's their own creation. Yeah, they've they've created it themselves. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll it's 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 a cool it's a cool system the way that they've got it figured out. So, um, but if you have a PC, I'm always going to be diehard and say, uh, do not ever switch to Apple if you have a PC, because you're gonna. I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately you're paying like we just saw twenty four hundred dollars for a computer. I promise you, I can build a, a PC for probably a third of that price. You know, it's yeah, which is stunning. <laughs> and you'd have to. Yeah, it'd be a completely different operating system and just a new layout that you'd have to get used to. And you might not have access to the same things without having to download or install new features. And mm. I don't know that things translate or compatible yeah. so easily on both sides. So, yeah. Yeah. But with the Xbox Series X, um, <laughs> that's already out. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's sold out still. Is it? Well, yeah, I know I'm that. sure it's sold. I think it's sold out the first day, but it, they may be back in stock at, at some places. But I saw that was what, like $600? I think that might be, or 500 Five, six. Like yeah. The, um, I know the PS5 is currently, like everybody's going crazy over that at the moment. I think you're right. It's around $600. And then they did a like a lesser version of it as well. Yeah, for the like three hundred for yeah, right. Yeah, the S. Which, to be frank, I don't know why I would get the S if you have an Xbox One X. So you, right, you've got the one, Xbox One, <laughs> then you've got the Xbox <laughs> One X, then you've X. got the Xbox uh, One S, and then you have the Xbox One Series, Series X. X. I mean, like who at my, Microsoft is just like, we can't think of any other names. Just X, X, S, X. It's like all they need is just an E in there and then they can just call it Xbox Sex. And then just go yeah. from there. 
<laughs> Might as well It'd be easier to like differentiate between the 17 models, but um, is it, is the Xbox series X? I mean, is it better than the PS five? That's the question that everybody wants to know. And oh. is it worth the money right now? And will it go down in price? Uh, eventually i'm sure it'll go down in price at some point once the scalpers have have stopped raising <laughs> the price on everything um is it better than the ps5 like in in raw compute power it definitely is it blows the ps5 out of the water um but i mean is it worth it i think ultimately it comes down to the games which a lot of i mean the halo you know, isn't out yeah, which I'm so glad. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but I'm so glad that they postponed that because it was originally supposed to come out on launch day. Um, launch day, yeah. They released a, a demo and people were so upset by the... Like, it's not to say that the graphics were bad. It's not like they were like, hey, let's make a Halo game with bad graphics. Um, but the the textures and stuff, like when you would look out at the, the ground, mm -hmm. the textures would kind of pop in and out. And it, they didn't enable a, 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 new, a very new next-gen process called ray tracing. Um, and I think I've talked about that before. Um, but ultimately, like, people were so mad by, like, how bad the demo was that yeah. Microsoft actually apologized and then said, uh, we've decided due to feedback that we will postpone for at least a year. So... Hey, wow. I mean, I'm I'm totally down because Halo Five was a disaster. Um, by yeah. by Halo standards, was a disaster. So well, that's good that they're realizing that you can't exactly rush Halo. Yeah. Anymore, and but it does suck because I'm sure a lot of people were hoping to have that as soon as they got their console. But I mean, there's other games like I'm sure FIFA's out. I'm sure like Gears of War, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, at least. Need like, for Speed. Yeah. Uh, Jenga 3D. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the classics. I, I I also don't want to buy an Xbox Series X until the price goes down. I'm, I'm not at that right. stage in my life anymore where I'm like, I, I need to get this thing the moment it. it comes out wait in line <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i but i would um but i would like to get it eventually and so the fact that halo gets is being postponed like a year um that would then mean that probably the xbox ones or <laughs> xbox one series, series x, x <laughs> is is going to be uh reduced in price i'll probably get it then yeah yeah, yeah. That probably well i'm sure they're gonna have amazing sales regardless but you know being the year that it's been i think it's probably not the wisest move for most to spend the money on that but you know people will surprise hey ps5 <laughs> has sold out twice already they had they had wow. one they had an initial launch it sold out in i think minutes and then they had a second launch um and that sold out in minutes as well so people literally were waiting like i mean you're talking about thousands upon thousands of people who are sitting there waiting to buy this console i mean ps5 is in terms of like hype 
people people have been just going crazy over the PS5. So wow. you, you still have a lot of people that are waiting to like even be able to purchase it. Um, yeah, there, there are some people, I, I know on Facebook, I saw some complaints of people saying they had it in their cart <laughs> and they didn't like type in their purchase information fast enough. And then when they clicked to like, you know, complete the order. Oh, it said, I got it. Yeah. You, you it was were, gone. It's, yeah. It's, it's already been sold out. Oh, wow. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Oh, that's, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, what is, what is like PlayStation's big game or games that's like exclusive to them? Would that be like Final Fantasy? I think, yeah. Would I that think be that's one probably of a big one. Final mm. Fantasy. Man, I, I'm thinking like way back. I never really <clears throat> played PlayStation. So, yeah. Um, there's like Kingdom Hearts that people were crazy over. Um, Gran Turismo in terms mm -hmm. of uh, racing. Uh, but I mean, like Call of Duty, and I mean, that's both consoles. So, yeah. I'm not sure if God of War is, is only for the PlayStation or not. Um, oh, Uncharted. Those are, those are PlayStation oh, yeah. exclusives. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know Final Fantasy would probably be probably one of the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. I remember playing that on the first PlayStation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and Crash Bandicoot. That's an exclusive. <laughs> I remember play, I remember playing that one Donkey Kong game that you would always kill me in. Oh yeah. Uh that was on the N64 though. Uh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> but same exact time frame. Like that came out around the same time I think as the first edition. Yeah. Cuz then the Dreamcast came out. Oh yeah. Well, that's not Nintendo. Nintendo Sega. uh Yeah, Sega Dreamcast Nintendo Cube. And PlayStation Two, I think, all came out, and then yeah. like Xbox came out yeah, around that right. same time. Yeah, I just remember getting the Dreamcast for Christmas, and it just wouldn't even turn on. And I was like, <laughs> "Christmas is ruined." And then we went to we went to the mall and returned it, and got a PS Two, and it was much. I mean, turned out to be a much better console yeah. at the time. Yeah, the Dreamcast but, just kind of fell on its face. I know. I loved the idea of it, but it just didn't pan out for me. <laughs> <laughs> when when did you get your Xbox? Because I, I know at one point you you got it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I got my Xbox after my first. I don't know. At, like after the PS2, maybe. Um, because. I was I was diehard. Well, I was any console really as a kid, but like Aaron and I would always play Crash Bandicoot on PlayStation and like NCAA basketball and um, I don't know. We were pretty diehard PlayStation, and then um, I remember being in Target and seeing like uh, Halo being, you know, like just like uh, the trailer of it being playing in the game section. And uh, hmm. I just, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I got an Xbox for Christmas and I got that game 
shortly after. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm all in on this. <laughs> and then when Halo 2 came out and then Xbox Live came out, it was another level. And oh, I hope yeah. to go through that same renaissance of my 30s <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the Series X oh, and the good. new Halo. That's good. So I hope to come full circle on that. Yeah. That renaissance, man, oh man, yeah, <laughs> that really was a renaissance, it really was. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy how, how crazy or how, how much gaming has changed in, I don't know, 15 years or so. And that was like the, f the forefront of what all gaming is based on now, which is online mm -hmm. and just playing with people all over the world. It was just wild to be like playing against somebody from a different country, <laughs> you know, just from nothing to that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's where trash talking was born. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, some yeah. of the most vile <laughs> stuff possible. <laughs> from from some of the most like pipsqueak young yeah. kids throughout the world who would wouldn't dream of saying that in person but uh -uh. it gave it, it gave people the ability to to you know insult people horrifically um <laughs> without repercussion nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, it was it was like a wall of sound that would hit you. Like you'd play the game, you wouldn't hear much, and then you'd get to the to the end, like after you lost, and you would just it, like the menu would load, and you'd see everybody there for like I don't know yeah, twenty yeah. seconds before it went to the next game, and people, people were are talking, just talking so yeah. much shit, especially Never if played. they won. <laughs> oh yeah. Because before you went into the match, you could see who you're playing and mm -hmm. you could talk, you could hear them as well before yeah, yeah. and after. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're in like close range to them in yeah, the game right. as exactly. well. Exactly. Just the greatest was just when someone, and I don't know who invented this, but when you, when you died and you had your like respawn screen, like showed your dead body for like five seconds oh, yeah. and it would just be the best to see like, well, it's, you'd be furious if it was you who were dead. And then the guy that killed you quick runs over and, and crouches over <laughs> your head. You. <laughs> I mean, in the moment you're furious, but looking back, I mean, it was great. That was that was that was like the victory dance. It really like was. you had to do it. Like it was just like you kill a guy, you run over, you have to do that, and then you keep moving on. It's yeah. not even didn't even become fun anymore. It was just like that's what you do. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That was that was a different time. I hopefully you're right that we can re rekindle that renaissance. <laughs> I know. I think it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, because if the, if they, you know, are, are waiting an entire year to make sure this new Halo is right, then I don't see why not. I mean, you know, everybody's got faster Internet now. You know, there's no excuses. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think what made it the best, though, too, is like you actually met people that 
And I, I think that's something that I would want to do is you actually met people online that sometimes were like really cool. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up like trying to figure out, hey, when are you going to be on so that I can be on at the same time? Right. And and one thing that I, I do not understand why Halo does not do this is clans. They used to have clans in Halo 2 and the ranking system was from 1 to 50. And 50, it was yeah. it was impossible to get to fifty unless you cheated. Like that was the only way to get to fifty. So, <laughs> so, and I'm not joking about plenty that. Plenty like, of people literally did. impossible. Yeah, but the, you still saw like the occasional fifty. You'd be like, okay, we're gonna get fucked because not, it's not that this guy's good. It's that he's he's cheating. But right then you you had like legitimate like forty sevens and forty eights, and I mean that was like that was like a god. I mean, yeah you you saw that and you were like we there's no chance we have no chance whatsoever (laughs) and legitimately these people they weren't cheating like they got a legitimate 47 48 and they would annihilate like entire teams by themselves they were that good i mean talk gavin everett like that was it yeah that 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 was was it and and so the ranking system, though, would actually punish you if you lost. So people actually cared about winning and losing. Mm-hmm. I remember when, like, if you're, like, a 48 and you lose a game because your team, like, you know, fucks up or whatever, like, you you ha- you are at risk of actually dropping down to a 47. And that was the same for everyone. So everybody was constantly trying to do their best that they possibly could. And you would try and boot someone if if they were like just fucking around and whatnot. Like right, people took it right. super seriously. killed your own guy, yeah. Yeah, and now the ranking system is just like, you just keep progressing up. Like you might progress slower, but you'll still continue to progress up. There's no like, like punishment. It just stops. Like you don't, yeah, it doesn't you, go down. Exactly, which is so stupid. That's one thing. And the second thing was clans. I thought that was such a brilliant, brilliant idea because people were, would like try to organize their logos to look a certain way. You yeah. know, they try to make their face masks a certain way and all that. Mm-hmm. And pe- like you, you'd see like these clans, like clan versus clan battle, 16 against 16, you know, like yeah. just just amazing fights like oh <laughs> like people were so court like you'd run into a clan that was super coordinated and would have like yeah. you know four people go this way set and like guys that would yeah. like drive or set exactly. guys that oh. would be on the so fun stuff so yeah. fun yeah because it, we had a ton of people from school that would play and like yep a lot of people that were kind of on the same skill level so it was a lot easier to just be like yeah, we might as well just play Slayer or Big Team Battle or something with everybody because there's not really a weak guy. And then, you know, until Gavin advanced to a level <laughs> where he would, he, you would see him online and you're just like, send him a request. And he's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to play <laughs> yeah. with these other guys. Yeah. You're like, all right, sweet. That's fair enough. We understand. We (laughs) suck by comparison. And you could do custom matches online as well, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Halo Two was was the game. It was it was perfection. It really was. It was just perfection all the way. Yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, they did. Um, I and I don't. I for for the life of me, I will never understood understand why they took away dual wielding in Halo Four. And in Halo 3, I think Halo 3, they got rid of clans. So it was only Halo 2 that had clans and dual wielding. Um, and that was like the pinnacle. 
you know, I, yeah. and I, I just hope, I hope you're right. And I you'd hope. have to, yeah, you, you'd have to think there's that everybody who, well, not everybody, but, you know, of all the people who had an Xbox when Xbox Live, you know, originated, they also probably played Halo 2 and feel a similar way. So you would think that the public majority would be like, yeah, I mean, look at Halo 2. You probably never had numbers like that, you know, people online at one time. No. I mean, maybe you probably do with like, you know, different games, but within the Halo series, I got to feel like that was the pinnacle. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to... I'd, I'd definitely like to get, um, I still have an Xbox live membership. I have no idea why I haven't played Xbox in, <laughs> in like a year, but I still have one. Um, just hanging on. Yeah. Just hanging on. <laughs> and I, I am hoping like it, it is, it's just so much fun. And hopefully at some point yeah. um, we can, we can get back to that. Yeah. Bit. I would love to. Yeah. It can, uh, it can take over your life though. Yeah, it can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I know people who still play Call of Duty, um, like pretty religiously now. I never really. I mean, I loved Call of Duty. I remember playing the first ones like on PS2, like Modern War or not Modern War, but like uh, the World War II version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, before was anything like was Call online. Duty One and Call of Duty. Two yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I love those games too, but it just, they never really reeled me in like Halo did where I was like, I can't wait to get back on again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing ever compared to Halo. I, I did, I did get pretty into modern warfare and modern warfare too. Um, those, those were to me, those were the best call of duties ever. Um, on the, on the 360. Yeah. On the 360. I think they just, they just remastered actually one of them. Um, and people were really, hmm. really excited about that. Yeah, I'm sure that's huge for PlayStation too. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you, you you try and play, and you hope that the the games have the ability to give you balance, um, because you know you the the versions of ourselves that we are now we're never going to be as good as we were uh, <laughs> when we were 15 or 14 or 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll still give it a shot. Yeah. We'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we bring back, we bring back the trash talk from the Halo 2 days. <laughs> yeah. Like one kill, 20 deaths. <laughs> <laughs> we figure out who that just one guy up. was and then we just like <laughs> hammer that dude and just like what are you gonna bid fuck you god you suck get off <laughs> your team hates you i fucked your mom uh. last night <laughs> 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 yeah it was some of the stuff was like still it's just wild oh yeah oh like, terrible 
Just terrible. Yeah, like stuff. I can't even repeat some of the stuff. Oh, I just yeah. don't even feel comfortable saying it. <laughs> no, no. That was no. years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> very, very inspired a lot of passion from people, I will say that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, people were really into it. Uh, I just as a last point, I remember the this one game, and this will forever be cemented into my brain, is the game that, and I don't know exactly who is on our team, but it, I know you were there because you were like the star at the very end. I was there. I, I think I think maybe Justin Hazlett was there. Justin Hazlett. So you are, I think you already know the game. I don't the, know. I the, already the know. Game. <laughs> We were we were playing against these guys that were uh, that were really good. I mean, they they were they were really good, and they were up by like at least ten on us. So it was it was a Slayer match to I guess fifty or sixty, one of the two numbers. Fifty, I believe. Yeah, and they were they had forty nine points. Limit. Yeah, they had forty nine points, and we were down by like ten, and so they only need to get one kill to win the game, and. Uh, we ended up tying the game forty nine all. <laughs> Somehow and we were we were, we were just hiding out in that cave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you grabbed the sword. Panicking. Yeah, you grabbed this pan, totally panicking. Like at first we were like, ah, oh, we're gonna lose this, you know, good oh, fight, wow. whatever. We're, we're, and then we're like, oh, we got wow. we got a few kills, and we're like, okay, yeah, that's that's good. We're still gonna lose, but you know. And then we got to like forty eight. Like we were 47, like, yeah. nobody move, <laughs> no one oh what man. is happening yeah what is happening like just astounded and then so you were crouching down behind like a like an obstruction or whatever and they were coming from that one side you crouch you can't detect yourself right. on radar yeah exactly and they saw us like in the cave but you were outside of the cave and you were just waiting with the sword and <laughs> So they were shooting at us and they couldn't see you. Bold strategy. Yo, toes so bold. And we were like retreating, just running into this cave. And then they passed you or one of the guys passed you and you just lunged. <laughs> and at that point, the sword was like invincible. Like you could not block right. it. So it would just like be an instant. Like you, once you once locked you on, lock you were on. good. Yeah. And you took out that guy and we just screamed. <laughs> <laughs> 50 to 49, yeah. our team came yeah. back. Good gracious. Yeah. That was such a good game. That was a rush. That was <laughs> it really one of the was. highest highs you'll experience. <laughs> uh, move over, heroin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been chasing that feeling for 15 years. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. What a game. That's been cemented in my brain for such a long time. I know. Yeah, you can't forget that. Well, <laughs> you want to talk about death? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I there's a uh, to transition there. Uh, there's a story that I <laughs> that I uh, shared, but first let me lead in so that it uh, is a smoother transition to this. Um, well, 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 let's see. We'll, we'll talk about this first, actually. Um, oh, you want to talk I, about this? I came across, yeah. I came across this article um, today. Uh, 
about a an Italian runner who was running with his friend um, in a part of Italy called Lombardy, which I think is more in the north um, of Italy. Um, yeah. And they were just running uh, together. And one of the guys, um, I guess they were on a mountain and he fell about 650 feet and died. Hmm. And the guy that he was with um, called you know, paramedics and they got a helicopter out to the area straight away. I mean, obviously it was, the damage had been done, um, but they got the body and everything. And then like a couple days later, the guy who called the um, paramedics got a fine of about 500 euros um, because he was uh, not, he was not uh, following like social distancing protocols in Italy. And he went into another region of Italy that was like in a red, a red zone warning stage uh, for COVID. So they're like, yeah, your friend died, but you broke the COVID rules. So you're going to have to pay us. You watched your friend fall to his death. Um we still need our money because you violated, you could have given other people COVID on the top of a mountain. So <laughs> I just thought that was, uh, that was insanely brutal. And it just, it just like reminded me of a couple weeks ago, like guys like John Gruden and Mike mm -hmm. Tomlin for the Steelers mm -hmm. and Pete Carroll getting fined like, 200 plus thousand dollars for not wearing their mask like enough on the sideline during the game and uh is i don't know is that my is that i mean certainly the running story is like that's a bit excessive <laughs> some would say the epitome of excess but um like I get, I get the NFL has guidelines in place that they established at the beginning of the season that were like, you know, everybody needs to wear a mask and shit, but you know, 200, $500,000. I mean, is that a might bit rash? Maybe, maybe a warning <laughs> might be a, might be warranted. And then maybe yeah. like a little smaller fine before you jump yeah, to 200,000. But at the same time, you're all your the entire team has been together. They've all been tested. <laughs> they then go out on the field. They're smashing into each other <laughs> on the field. But the coach has to wear a mask and he's screaming and yelling. And clearly the mask isn't doing shit at that point. <laughs> Everybody, no one's got a mask on but the coaches. And then the, they're like, if you have a helmet on, that's cool. <laughs> If you don't have a helmet, you got to wear a mask. They said that. <laughs> that is pretty ridiculous. As if a helmet or, or, a, or a cloth mask, let's be real, that doesn't really do shit either, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like that is, I feel like that is more the NFL just being like, we lost so much money. Like, let's try to get as much money from whatever thing we can get where where people will still kind of be like oh, well they should be wearing a mask mm -hmm. so it's kind of justified but i don't think it is 
Yeah. I mean, you know, which I don't know. I, I find myself thinking a lot now that we're headed into a dark winter, <laughs> um, <laughs> that, uh, I mean, we've, we're seeing, you know, certainly places in Europe go into another sort of lockdown type scenario. And the, and I'm guessing some places here like California and certain states are implementing or going back sort of implementing more stricter lockdown oriented uh, procedures. Like, is there any evidence that a lockdown again or a lockdown in general would has helped us at all prevent deaths? I mean, I don't, I just don't know. And I feel like death rate has gone down as well, despite cases going up. I mean, initially the death rate was pretty alarming and any death rate associated with a disease is bad. But I think in North Carolina, I looked at John Hopkins um, map today and number of overall cases compared to the number of deaths. I mean, that's like a 1.6% death rate for mm. the disease. And obviously that varies, but it's not much higher or lower across the board in the United States. I mean, is shutting down more harmful than, you know, not shutting down? And potentially like more, a little bit more people dying. I mean, I'm not trying to sound crass or like, you know, I just feel like at a certain point locking down again and implementing really strict measures on a disease that's like one to 2% fatality rate might be more harmful. Certainly, you know, the economic detriment might outweigh that overall because then you have mental health issues you have people going into poverty small businesses closing down i mean it's like it's hard to compare the two things but i mean i'm just trying to i'm simply i'm simply asking a question i'm not making a statement i think the question needs to be asked and you need to answer this <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll try my best uh i i from the get-go i didn't i didn't give a shit if the the death percentage was five percent or ten percent um i i think that um i think it should be up to the individual to not talking about mask wearing but mm -hmm. uh up to the individual to decide if they want to put their life at risk uh within within reason like like if a work i think there has to be some national like uh mandates in terms of like if you're let's say 68 years old and you work at retail or something like th there has to be some sort of protection there because obviously mm. that person is forced they have to go to work so it's either their health or they lose their job and they lose uh, right. um, everything. So obviously there, there would have to be some sort of program for that. But that is still way cheaper than shutting oh down God. the entire yeah. economy the entire... for everyone. Um, and not helping, you know, a lot of and not helping the vast majority of 
small businesses that are the ones that are truly suffering here. I mean, if, if restaurants have to shut down again, I mean, it's over for a lot of them. Like yeah. people barely survived the first time and are still just hanging on. A lot of people didn't survive, but I mean, the consensus is what, from what I'm hearing is like, if we have to lock down again, I mean, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I never understood that. I never understood the idea of, um, of shutting down. Cause to your point, I, I, I don't know if there was any, like, you know, flatten the curve. That's what they, they always said. And I, yeah, I was always like, I don't understand the rationale if, you know, most people get this and they end up turning out fine or, you know, at the very least they don't die. Like there might be some repercussions right. later on that we're not uh, aware of, but, um, that that didn't make any sense to me. So if if they end up doing that again, and to your, you also said the death rate hasn't climbed, which is right. Um, it at least in relative terms it hasn't climbed. I think in mm -hmm. absolute terms it has increased, but that's merely because uh, the the number of people that have been infected, which is over one hundred and fifty thousand a day at this point, um, right is is increasing. Therefore, the death toll would increase. But the relative, like if you get the virus do you have a greater chance of dying than before? The answer is no, um, mm -hmm. uh, because medical care has gotten better. I will say that I think it is possible that the death rate will climb again, at least some, um, once the hospitals become overrun um, because they just mm -hmm. can't handle the number of people. So then it's just a, a matter of lack of, of care. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've never been a fan of the shutdown. I've never... Um, liked it. I never understood it. Um, I do understand wearing masks. That makes complete sense to me. And, um, I, yeah. and I, I, I will say like, I, I, I do get aggravated by, by this idea that a lot of people just like go out and they just, <laughs> I was talking to a few people about this, but it's just essentially this idea of like, Oh, um, yeah, COVID's a thing. COVID's real. I respect COVID, but once it's, not convenient for me, suddenly I'm just going to turn a blind eye and just do what I want to do and then go back to on track of being like, yeah, COVID's bad, et cetera, et cetera. You know, socially distance, wear a mask, all that. Don't yeah. don't get together with big parties, but, you know, yeah. and, but I, I'm going to do it real quick and then I'm going to, you know, go back. Right. That, Shame you for doing it. Yeah, that, that, that just, and I've seen so much of that, so much of that. I like, know. Which is, you know, if, I, I, I'm, I'm not okay with it, obviously, but like, you know, what, what am I going to say? It's, it's not, it's not up to me what other people do. Um, but it's, I think people have gotten into this COVID fatigue completely, but ultimately like no matter what COVID fatigue, no COVID fatigue, I think that shutting down businesses and shutting down, uh, everything just, I, I yeah. haven't, I haven't understood the proof or understood right. why, how it helps. Because we did. We did already, and it's still a massive issue as far as case cases on the rise. Yeah. So did we even accomplish really anything mm. uh, based on locking down the way we did this entire year, basically? And now we want to go back because it's going up again? Like, I don't know. I don't think people will be uh, too receptive to that. I mean, I understand... Um, being safe and, you know, f 
following procedures that businesses want you to follow if they allow you to go into their business. I mean, of course. But um, I don't know. I mean, someone told me that in California, you know, they're saying like if you, you know, you're not allowed to have more than however many people over for Thanksgiving and you have to like, you have to like report the names of the people that came over in case they get it and then they spread it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, (laughs) that's, that's where I draw the line is when you're trying to make me like report things and report people. And like, like it's like you said, I mean, if you feel comfortable doing everyday normal activities, that's your, you're taking your own life in your hands. I mean, it's like the drug thing, like in Oregon, they're like, you do what you want to do with your body. Like, you know, now who's more vulnerable to get COVID and to experience severe symptoms. We didn't in the beginning and we locked down and that's fine. But now we have a much better understanding of who this impacts negatively and who it really doesn't do much damage at all to. It seems like So, you know that and knowing based on all we know now, you need to decide, is it worth the risk of you going out or to a party or to whatever? And you just have to be responsible to yourself and to other people around you. But otherwise, you're not going to you're not going to tell me what I can and can't do as far as how many people I can go in a room with or who I can. I have to report my name for going to my grandma's house or something like that. I mean, that's, that's just kind of outrageous to me. And that's a little bit of a power trip on these mayors and governors and things in these bigger cities is like, you know, once they get a little bit of a taste of it, they want, they want to uh, see how far they can go. Um, But anyway, that's, uh, that's my take on what's going on and why I don't want to see another shutdown. Yeah. Not for my sake, but for, you know, people I know, small businesses too. Right. Yeah. I I agree with the, I agree with the no shutdown. Um, I think that if people do end up deciding to take things into their own hands and end up deciding to go out, uh, and exposing themselves or just doing dumb stuff, um, that's cool. Like if, if it's just for them, I think the only problem that I have is like if um, if those people aren't like careful because you can definitely spread it to other people that um, you may not know, like you may just briefly encounter them or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think just uh, just like this week, there's a report of a wedding that happened, which was actually also outdoor. I don't quote me on that, actually. Um, But I know there's a wedding and it was like 150 people that were there. And then just like one or two people had covid. They didn't know. Um, and then like 130 people got infected at the wedding and eight people died, but none of those people were at the wedding. So the people that were infected, Hmm. all them, all, they all survived, but they all went back to, you know, home. Right. And then they infected Mm -hmm. someone else that, and they, they killed them. Yeah. Um, and that to me is, I mean, one that's heartbreaking, but secondly, it's like, that's that's where where I have trouble like on an individual <clears throat> level again I'm never going to tell someone hey you can't do that um but I do think that if if you go out to a party you get covid 
you come back, yep. you talk with your parents and you're not taking into consideration that you went to this party and you didn't like socially distance and all that and you get them mm -hmm. sick and they die, I think your face should be like, just like rammed into their <laughs> yeah. fucking grave because <laughs> that, I mean, that pisses me off to no end. It's, it's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. This like complete lack of care, this complete, like it, it's, mm -hmm. it's all about me. I, I need yeah. to have this fun, which I like, I get that to a degree because everybody's got this COVID fatigue. Like, do I want to fucking get tested before I go to North Carolina? And then when I come back and like, like I, right. like for example, for me as I, I've had to take stringent measures not to have it like any contact except for at my work where we wear masks and stuff um, for the last like week to two weeks actually. And I'm I, getting tested, then going to North Carolina and making sure that like I don't have like a, a bunch of contact with people and then I'm going to mm -hmm. get tested again. Uh, before I go back to work, like I just to make sure that I'm bookending and it's a, it's right. a pain in the ass. Like I don't want to do that. I do not want to do that, but I'm doing whatever I possibly can. Cause if I can't, if I went back to North Carolina and I got my mom sick and she ended up dying like that, that would scar me for life. I mean, I would be I could like, probably kill you too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would be, I'd be absolutely just destroyed inside, you know, and it, it, it does kind of blow yeah. my mind that some people just don't think about that. They're so selfish. They, they just like, but I, I but I want to go to the party. Like yeah. it, it's, it's a different world for a year. Like you're going to have to deal with this for right. a year. Right. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're you can't do fun stuff. Right. It's going to be weird. It's going to be shitty for the remainder of the year. Probably even half of next year, but yeah. you know, it will get better as long as everybody takes personal responsibility and accountability for their actions. And, um, just is very mindful of what they're doing. Like I want people to be able to live their life and have fun and, you know, do the things they used to do whenever they want to do them. But you know, yeah, you have to definitely be diligent in noting who you've seen, where you've been, you know, and it can be very, yeah, like you said, annoying, but for that's just how it is right now. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, when I went to, and I came back from Vegas, I, I made sure I didn't go near anyone and basically waited and got tested <clears throat> and, when I got the result that I was negative, that's when I like went back out and associated with people human in person. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. Humankind. Cause I was like, well, for sure I've got COVID. I mean, I just was in Las Vegas for four days. I mean, I mean, I'm a hundred percent positive, um, but I wasn't somehow. Um, that's good. <laughs> That's good. Which is good. And like Vegas did it. They they were very good about, you know, making sure people were following distancing yeah. while still being able to have a good time. And like I right. give it up to Las Vegas because they, they, yeah, they persevered through this tough time. And I think they're going to, they're going to still be who they are 
at the end of this thing because <laughs> they like took the precautions. Um, so that was, yeah, that was good. But, uh, yeah, it's like a lot of people are like, well, I didn't leave the state or I didn't go to a, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you went to a party, if you went to a big gathering, a wedding, whatever, I mean, you just never know. Yeah. It's, it's your and obligation. It sucks and I hate it. <clears throat> it's it's it your obligation in that situation to tell the people that you might encounter down the road for the next mm -hmm. like few days, week or whatever that, Hey, I went to a party. I haven't been tested yet. Like I'm, I'm letting you know, so you can make an informed decision of if you want to hang out with me. But I mean, the vast majority of people aren't going to be doing that. Um, you, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's just this like really selfish nature. I will, I will push back for, for a second against the New York times article that I just briefly saw. And the headline was don't make Thanksgiving plans based off of a negative COVID test. And then they, they were talking a little bit about how like there's, you know, there's like false negatives and stuff like that, where you can have, oh um, you can have people that get tested and then they're, they are positive and they get a false, like, look, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to be as strict as I possibly can. I mean, the New York times can fuck themselves. Like, there, there, there's, For there's, real. They're the there's, worst. There is no way that I am going to get tested. And then just on the sliver of a possibility that I'm still positive that I'm going to ch alter my yeah. entire existence based off of that. So I know so, I'm going to so just no eat a Lunchable by myself. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that'll, that'll be great for my mental health. Like people are blowing their brains <laughs> yeah, out because of this exactly. stuff. Anxiety, it, depression, suicide. It's never been higher. I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Men mental health issues are horrific right now. And Thanksgiving is a time where people are off work. They can relax they want to see people they haven't seen. And like, obviously I, I totally get it. If like, you don't want to see like older relatives and, you know, just be in that situation. I mean, we're going to have, we're certainly going to have a much smaller Thanksgiving this year than in years past, but, yeah, um, but yeah, to, to, to be like, yeah, if you get a negative test or like, just don't have Thanksgiving at all or, I know, you know, yeah, just, yeah. New York times, you can suck it. I mean, no, no one, no one thinks you're credible anymore. Um, you're <laughs> yeah. just a sham. You're a clown of a newspaper. You're basically, I mean, basically what big media has become is just like gossip columns and it just opinion way, yeah. pieces. It's like, we know what's best for you. You shouldn't do this. Trump did that, all this stuff. Trump's a super spreader because he had it and he spoke at an event. Meanwhile, Joe Biden wins the presidency and cities explode with people on the streets and no one says a word. So you can see where the media is when it comes to what they really, really care about. And it's not your health. It's whatever makes one side look bad. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't associate or take anything at all from big media outlets, whether it's Fox, CNN, New York times, anything like that. Cause it's all clickbait bullshit run by, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I can keep going, but I won't, um, cause you get it. But uh, it just, it's crazy. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Rodgers said um, he's, he's super like 
frustrated and confused by it because he's like, you know, I can be out on the field. I can like dap up a guy and hug a guy and celebrate in the end zone and scream at people and get tackled, get sacked and everything. But like in the locker room where everybody's like trying to celebrate or, you know, it's just a place where you can be a, a closer as a team. He's like, everything's plexiglassed. I'm like in my own little cube. I feel super isolated. But as soon as you're, as soon as you're on the field, you're, you're, you're safe from COVID now. And yeah, it's just yeah. like the same thing with a restaurant. Like you go in a restaurant with a mask oh, yeah. and then you sit down at the table, you take your mask off and you're like, I'm good. Oh, COVID can't get me. I'm sitting at a table. I got, I got to free from COVID now. I got to look up this meme that I absolutely died laughing when I saw it. I'm going to, I'm hoping I can find it. And it's, it's, it's literally exactly what you described. Um, yeah, it's just bizarre. It's just all like, um, I don't know. I don't, it's not, I don't think it's called virtue signaling, but it's called, I don't know. You're just putting up appearances to appease I don't know, the COVID master, the gods, the gods of COVID. <laughs> it, it's, it's just like the cognitive dissonance. It's just, it's, it's remarkable. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't find it. Anyway, the, it was just like this really shitty graphic of people sitting down at a restaurant and they have this bubble around them <laughs> and COVID uh, viruses are trying to get at them. <laughs> it says something along the lines of you like, can't. phew, it's a good thing we have this force field now or something like that. You know, just <laughs> yeah, like, just know. like the most ridiculous thing in the world. Oh man. Oh God. Like in Vegas, it was, it was crazy because like you would be at like uh a table or like the sports betting room and they had like the chairs six feet apart yeah. from everybody which was fine and um everybody had to wear a mask at all times in the casino and like you had like a beer or whatever drink you had at your own little table and like you would be drinking it and like obviously your mask would be off yeah. and people would, like people would like every five minutes make their rounds and be like wear your mask, just barely take it down when you drink and put it right back up. I mean, it was like, you could not have your mask off in Vegas or somebody was right there that was like, yeah. put it on. And uh, <laughs> it was crazy, but I mean, it was probably for good reason. I mean, I get that. That makes more sense than like sitting down and just being like, take your mask off. And you're like, I'm good. I'm safe. We <laughs> made feet, it. Got to use the bathroom. Let me put my mask on and go to the bathroom. Because <laughs> COVID's out here. And COVID's not going to get through a cloth mask. Oh, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I know. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... You, every time you get in a car, you have a 1% chance of dying. Not getting in a wreck, but dying. You have a one percent chance every time you go outside of falling down and dying. I didn't know one percent. Yeah, that's pretty damn so, high. I know. If you think about very it, very high, very high. I mean, the chance of you getting in a wreck is way higher, obviously, but like dying in a car is one percent. 
and then just falling in general is one percent dying while dying of a fall related issue yeah so you know i'm not equating the two but it is it's just interesting to see what percentages of things like can cause death like you know i don't know it's uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, you know, sometimes I, know. I just like, uh, I'm not mad because it is what it is. The damage has been done uh-huh. as far as the economy and stuff. And, oh yeah, you know, we'll never, we'll never get this year back as far as, you know, not being able to do what we wanted to do. And I, I understand why that is. And I'm not, really upset by it because there's a lot of things that were positive out of this year. I think that happened for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to, you know, after the vaccine is widespread and people are very comfortable with that, hopefully we'll be rocking and rolling under a Joe, Joey B presidency. Yeah. Yeah, I actually already have my <laughs> my concert tickets lined up for middle of next year onwards. So um, nice. We'll, we'll see if that ends up actually panning out. I think uh, by hopefully the end of, Rom, hopefully Rammstein rescheduled. I really really hope so. Parkway Drive rescheduled. So I was really really pumped by that. So I will be seeing them probably in September of next year. So hopefully by then I'll, I'll most people have been vaccinated. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's going to be doesn't a while. Get close in those shows though. No, 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 no. You no. can distance pretty easily there. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to see a lamb of God in August, I think. And, um, in the mosh pit, I, I have tickets for the mosh pit. Oh, so, okay. so, I mean, everybody's definitely six, six everybody's going to have a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Gloved up. Yeah, gloved up. No, no, with just a <laughs> random gloves, just because that really helps. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. In, in all seriousness, though, like if, if I haven't been vaccinated by then, I'm not going to go. But um, I really mm. hope that by then it's looking good. <clears throat> Moderna released their vaccine or like their kind of preliminary results on their phase three. So that's excellent news. So now we probably have two vaccines that that seem to work at least at 90% effectiveness. And they're going to hopefully start rolling those out by the end of the year. And then, I mean, to your point, you said earlier about lockdowns at that point, if you, if the initial vaccines go to healthcare workers and they go to the, the the feeble, the, the, you know, older people or people that um, might be susceptible, open everything back up. Like that's all. Yeah. Just open it completely. Yeah, exactly. That's I already that's, got the vaccine. It's already oh, in me. Oh wow. You've been microchipped already. <laughs> wow, congratulations. It would be yeah. great to be one of those phase trials. No, I've had the vaccine since day one. <laughs> okay. So that's of me. Okay. It's Jesus. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> you might be seeing him a little bit earlier than you'd intended. <laughs> well, no, I'm safe. Oh, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Jesus. Um, 
<laughs> but the story, <laughs> the story uh, that I wanted to tell was about me running this weekend. I ran oh, yeah. 10 miles. Wow. Okay. Is that, is, that story. The, is that the first time you run 10 miles since your uh, surgery? Uh, third time. Third time. Okay. And how's that been feeling? Pretty good. I mean, just definitely trying to take it slow, but, um, yeah, I mean, sore the next day, but not necessarily my knee, you know, so I'm just trying to stretch a lot and get ease back into it, but I had to ease back in with <laughs> 10 miles because if I don't, I go crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I was about, so I was running on this, on the trail this weekend Go on. and there's, there's many people on the trail on the uh -huh. weekends, yep. which is fine, but sure. I will say have a little bit of awareness. Don't act like like super alarmed or like I'm trying to rob you when I'm like <laughs> right behind you. Like people have their back walking in front of me and I run like around them, like pretty wide around them. And they're like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how did, hey, how did you not hear me yeah. and get out of the way? Yeah. And B, it's just like. I don't know. It just it just blows my mind that people are just so just lacking awareness of their own surroundings yeah. that they can just be like, oh, my God, I, I could never have anticipated another human <laughs> on a public trail on a weekend. My God, I thought it was just reserved for me. Um, so get out of the way when I'm running is my number one thing. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, a lot of people are out there with dogs as well, which is right. fine. Um, I passed a guy about at, let's see, he was coming toward me, wa old guy walking his dog, small dog. Go on. Probably, probably smaller than a beagle, but bigger than a chihuahua. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So Doberman. He was off leash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's say it was that. Um, he was off leash and he was like, you know, standing right beside his owner, like, okay, wasn't an issue. He passed me walking. And at a certain point I turn around at the five mile mark and I'm running down the trail. Now I turned around, I run down the trail. I see the, I hear the dog sprinting around a corner. I don't even see the guy. He's coming right at me. And I'm just like, oh no. So I, I bend down and I put my hand out. Um, cause that normally works. <laughs> and, and he, and he like kind of slowed down, but he still ran up and like jumped up, but it wasn't like a play jump. It was more like a, a shove, like <laughs> he shoved me. It's and I was like, I was like, okay. So you I was flew like, against the, the tree. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, uh, I don't know where your owner is, but I'm imagining he's just up ahead. And I like start to jog again. And, and this dude is like jogging beside me. Uh, and I'm like, oh, he's, he's like wants to run beside me for a yeah. while. That's kind of fun. No, he didn't want to do that. <laughs> he wanted to he then wanted to uh, growl at me and try to bite me. 
and like heard me so that I didn't get in front of him. Uh-huh. I don't know if this had a, this, he had sort of a herding breed inside of him, yeah. but he was doing that maneuver where he was trying to push me off the road. Yeah. And I was like, really? And like, I tried to like go and he was like, nah, dude, you, you can't go by me because you're going to kill my owner probably. And I, we finally are, I'm just walking and he's like looking back at me, walking in front of me. And I'm like, really not going to be in, and I see the old guy. He has no idea, by the way, really? that his dog is just gone from him. He just keeps <laughs> walking. <laughs> and I have headphones. I have headphones. In, and I'm like, I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to start running and I'm just going to sprint real quick around this guy. He's going to see the dog and he's going to stop the dog. Sure. Or yeah, the dog's yeah. just going to stop. You know, Makes when sense. he sees the owner. Makes sense. Also, it didn't happen. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I do a quick sprint. I do a quick sprint and I'm like, all right. He's, and then I turn around, dude, is, I'm way past the guy <laughs> at this point, And the dog is right on me. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm, and I'm at a dead sprint. I'm at a dead sprint. Print. <laughs> this dog is right on me and i'm like just any second my cat he's gonna just latch onto my calf but if someone had seen this i swear to god it would have been the funniest thing on earth but in the moment I was like, are you kidding me I, I was i did a 300 yard after running five miles 300 yards at a dead sprint i mean i was booking it and no one was around to see it thank god because it would have been the most embarrassing thing in the world this tiny dog and he was right on me and i was like and he finally stopped because i like went through this huge mud pit (laughs) he finally stopped and like i was so close to just completely blowing out the tiny piece of hamstring I do still have in my <laughs> bad leg, which, by the way, hasn't grown back, surgeon. <laughs> the surgeon said it was going to grow back. It hasn't. I don't know what he was talking about. But, I was um, confused by that myself. Because <laughs> I'm, like, feeling both of them, and I'm like, this is – one on the left is far more pronounced than the one on the right. Yeah. But he's like, oh, yeah, it'll grow back. It's you know, not. Thing about the hamstring, I'm like, is it though? Like, I'm not really an octopus, and uh, so yeah, that I was like, for like a mile after that, I was like, is my hamstring actually wrecked here? But luckily, it wasn't. That's good. So, that was my yeah, that was my being chased by a dog story. I mean, this dog was probably 10 pounds, maybe. <laughs> That was I ran for my life. I literally ran for my life. I don't all, know why. All that, <laughs> all that, just so this guy would notice that his dog was <laughs> had left yeah. his side. Had no idea. Still, probably had no clue. That is stunning. Or he, he might have laughed. He might have tried to get him back, and the dog was just like not having it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is definitely evil in the dog's eyes. So <laughs> ten pound dog. It's a good thing it wasn't like a, a bigger dog. Then it really would oh have been God. would have been scary. Yeah, I wouldn't have tried to outrun it. 
I mean, at least I know now what dogs I can outrun. And it's not, you know, it's not a lot. <laughs> I'm uh, very limited in what dogs I can outrun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Definitely the moral of that is to have your dog on a leash on a public trail. Seriously. So I was running and I'm like, well, if I get a little bit more space and he's still there, I just, I have to kick this guy. <laughs> yeah. I have to punt this dog into the woods. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and there and the old man has to go yeah because once i get a taste of blood i can't stop <laughs> you just start kicking people you just can't yeah. stop move <laughs> yeah i definitely get in a mentality sometimes when i'm running and i see people like a hundred yards away just like coming toward me i'm like move. you better move you better move to the side i'm not moving to the side yeah I don't know why. Well, it's that white uh, privilege coming through. I know. I got to check it. Ever <laughs> check, check it at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That was hilarious. Yeah. So that's, a, that's my running story of the week. Oh, sounds good. Well, I think on that note, we could probably end, end the podcast. That was a highlight yeah. to, to go <laughs> off of. Man, oh, man, that was good. Because the mental image of that is pretty funny. We do. We do. I wish I. Could. We're gonna try and hire a cartoonist, um, to oh yeah, to illustrate this story for us. For we're getting, play our, we're play getting our old friend Andrew Arnold to illustrate. Remember yeah. that guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a throwback. Yeah. Man, oh man. What's he yeah. up? To? I don't know. In uh, he's in California. That's all I know, really. He, he's been doing a video or film production and I, I honestly, beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, he's a listener. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm (laughs) sure. I'm sure. I mean, at this point, at this point, it's, you know, it's 50% of the population that listens to this podcast. So. Yeah, that's how they get their news. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Homespun Yak, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>